Snailgate. Snailgate. Give me some context. So, so I saw this meme the other day, mate, and it got <laughs> me thinking. All the best memes really get the brain into gear, mate. That's <laughs> honestly like memes is. I feel like I'm a zombie when I'm scrolling through them, to be honest. But this one, honestly. But sometimes I feel like memes are like low key the millennial generation's way of uh, of like raising philosophical questions <laughs> and even sharing their real feelings yeah exactly it's like we don't want to talk to each other about our feelings but we'll just we'll just share it <laughs> share a I feel a certain way work. that's quite makes me feel quite vulnerable so I'm just gonna <laughs> hide behind this standardized image <laughs> layer on some text maybe even add my own text and then and wait for the add a laughing to emojis to come rolling in as people literally <laughs> laugh at my pen <laughs> and then not change my life. it's like when um you tag people in memes yeah to tell them a message it's like oh people who are always late tag someone who's always late <laughs> like the picture of someone like in the shower and they're like, um, me when I say I'm around the corner. <laughs> like, they're still getting ready. And then you tag your mate who's always like half an hour, an hour late to everything. Like, ha ha. Yeah. But you're low key trying to be like, dude, sort your life out. <laughs> <laughs> and they reply with like, ha. Huh? Yeah. yeah, this is so me. So I'm not going to change. Like, and you're like, maybe, maybe change your behavior. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not tagging you in this occasion to be funny. But I can't. I'm a millennial. I can't actually have a like, direct conversation. conversation with you saying, "Dude, you need to stop being late." To this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one the other day. It was like a guy in bed who was like, "Me when I text on my way, and I'm wa- waiting for that reply." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we wait for the reply before they go. That's bang up. <laughs> I saw one the other day. <clears throat> and it, it got me thinking it's quite a funny scenario and I want to get your take on it go on um, oh, actually I might search for it so that I get it right but it okay. it involves a snail this sounds like a, this sounds like a very serious <laughs> and, and, meme and 10 million dollars so 10 million dollars here snail. it is <clears throat> you get 10 it's almost a would you rather okay so would you <laughs> would you rather your current life with no changes or <laughs> oh, this mystery you, box. <laughs> I'll take the mystery you box. You want the mystery box. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, so you get $10 million, but for the rest of your life, there is a super snail that is invincible that kills you by touching you. Okay. It, it follows you. <laughs> its sole purpose in life is to follow you and try and touch you. Therefore, killing okay, you. Yeah, to kill you. Yeah. It can board a plane. What would you do? It can board a plane. It can kind of do all. It's invincible, right? So it can. Yo, okay. It will not. It will always be there <laughs> chasing you. <laughs> Ten millions of. Hang on money. a second, though. Hang on a second, though. Even if it can, <laughs> even if it. Can. I don't. I don't understand why you, you are confused about this scenario. <laughs> I'm not. I just have a lot of questions right now. Okay, so it can board a plane, right? But do you know where the snail is at any given point? Or you can like you don't have a tracker on anything, right? You can just see it. You don't know where the snail is. You can see the snail. It's like a normal snail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like any snail currently, which I don't have GPS trackers on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see two snails. Yes. If you see two snails on the floor outside your house, correct. Well, I know which one is the best. You could be. Snail. Well, it could be neither of them. 
<laughs> and you're just really stressed out. <laughs> Hang on though. But if it was one of them, is it like, would, would I know it's that one if I saw it? Or do I just avoid all snails? This isn't in the original meme question, but I'm, I'm going to, because I'm asking you the question, I'm, I'll set the rules. Okay. You do not know which snail it is. It doesn't have any more distinction. But I guess there are different looking snails in the world, so you could probably, it, it doesn't change its appearance. How do I know which one it is if I haven't seen it ever? Like, No, because if you see one snail like all the time... <laughs> that, <laughs> You're pro- probably, probably that one, Jason. But you can't <laughs> test it because the only way to test it would be to touch it. <laughs> Which is a bad result. Correct. All right. And how much am I getting? 10 mil. 10 million. Dude, I... Okay. Even, even with that kind of ambiguity about is this the snail or not, right? And even not knowing where it started, it starts off. Okay. I think the first... Okay. I would assume... <laughs> That the snail knows off. where you are at yeah. all times. So, but I mean, like, I mean, as soon as you take the ten million dollars, <laughs> does this snail come into existence, or does a s- existing snail get like its brain transformed into being invincible <laughs> and to like have a one mission to kill you? Because what I'm trying to say is, if uh, where does it if start? it comes into existence, yeah, where does it start? It would probably generate in the same city as you, right? Does it really matter where it starts if it can board a plane and it's it invincible? Does, dude. Okay, for example, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does, dude. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> so, if I knew, if I knew that that snail was generated in Sydney, yeah, right. If I knew that, I would firstly, <laughs> firstly, just yeah. move cities. Firstly, right. <laughs> Number one. Now, my point okay, on that is: as soon as you've moved cities, go on, and that snail to commands- Melbourne. Correct. Say I move to Melbourne, even Melbourne, right? The snail gets on a plane and moves to Melbourne. Okay. I, as I, soon I, as it can. I'm feeling you. When Regardless you of as... where it started. <laughs> Wait, hang on. This does make a big difference. Doesn't the snail have to get... Say if the snail starts off in like the center of Sydney in Hyde Park, say, right? Mm. That snail will then have to get to the airport, correct? It can board any transportation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hold up, okay? <laughs> Here's my point. It can't hail Ubers, but it can exactly. try a it car. Can try and it can get into a car, right? Yeah. Okay, what car <laughs> is stationary with its door open long enough for a snail, even if the snail was next to the car, to climb up the wheel or whatever, or even to get onto the car? Like... It, it can it can hide just in the gap and remember it's invincible so even if it gets the door slammed on it yeah, yeah, yeah I'm it can get way. another crack at it but my point is if I get on this plane to Melbourne the snail's like alright dude I need to get to the airport it's gonna take that snail years to get to the airport <laughs> I don't think so I mate so the snail's in the middle of the park it's gonna take it I don't know a couple of hours to get to the road for one <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then imagine it gets, imagine it happens to get on the first car that's there, and imagine this first car just happens to be going to the airport. I'm giving you a lot of liberties here. The car gets to the airport, drops it off at the terminal. I reckon it's going to take the snail a couple of days just to get from the outside of the terminal onto the tarmac and onto the plane, because okay. it's like, now hear be me like out. a kilometre of out. distance. Go on. This is, a, this is a smart snail, clearly. I'm well aware of that. What type of car yeah. would you try and latch onto to board a plane? A taxi. Yeah. So a snail 
I, I might be bending the rules a bit here by saying a snail can differentiate between taxis and all other cars. No, 100%. It's a smart snail. I'm assuming it's like a, a human. But a taxi is going to go into an airport. Yeah, go on. All right, so you get to the airports. My point is getting off the taxi and then getting onto the plane would be maybe a kilometer of distance through the airport, etc. Yeah. Why wouldn't it just hitch a ride on a luggage of the... Why wouldn't it hitch a ride of the on the luggage oh, no, of the right. person who got into the taxi? All right, okay, okay, I'm feeling you, I'm feeling you. All right, so then it gets, <laughs> yo, I didn't think about this guy hitching. Rides, don't think man. about, don't think about the snail manually walking. <laughs> think about this is an intelligent snail. All right, all right, so this guy gets on some luggage, all right, and he's invincible. So how's he gonna get through customs? All right, he gets through customs. <laughs> he lands in. <laughs> In Melbourne. So this snail will then need to basically try and find someone who's going to come meet me and then like hitch a ride on their stuff. That this is a really frustrating life for this snail because every time it would get onto someone's luggage and be like, oh, damn, I headed to Perth or like somewhere overseas no, instead man, of this Melbourne. Guy, this guy's guy a smart snail, bro. He'll just read the baggage tags and get on the Mel one. Okay. If it does all that, I have no idea why you're taking the 10 million. Mate, I, this guy's smart enough to get the luggage. But, like, it can't... Can it, like, break through walls and stuff? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... No. I, no. No, right? Normal... So, like, normal... It might sound strange me saying this in this scenario, but normal laws of physics apply. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Apart from anything related to the <laughs> snail and its invincibility correct. and super smartness. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. But my point is still... I would spend maybe a million dollars on snail defense technologies or snail detection technologies, I would say. And then I'd still have $9 million of play money. But what I mean by that is I would like buy and live in a house, which is firstly well sealed. Okay. So that, you know what I mean? Like some, (laughs) some, some houses you can, maybe a snail could like crawl under a door or something like that to get into the house. Right. Yeah. I'm going to say like, I'm going to make sure that my house is well see like that and then i would just literally have like camera detection systems because <laughs> wait this snail can't like fly or anything right so it would have to come at me from the ground yeah right or on a wall so i just have cameras in all the surfaces tracking movement i mean i got i gotta hire a security guard for 50 grand a year <laughs> What for 20 years for a million dollars and his sole purpose is to watch out for snails at the moment <laughs> to be fair and then I'd be sweet because if I saw the snail and it was like five meters away I'd be like oh okay I need to walk in the other direction <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what dude I just put a cup over it <laughs> can I trap the snail so that, is that allowed yeah so so I'm just reading I was just reading some of the answers on on this question. Oh my god! I, and love, the, the, I love that people. <laughs> the top the top answer was take the money, and then trap it in a jar. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, <laughs> bit, I'm a bit upset with myself that it took me what ten minutes to get to that to that location to that <laughs> decision. In that in that ten minutes, you could have been killed. <laughs> yeah, true, Jesus. But it 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 depends on you knowing the correct snail doesn't it that's why i said that was a big big caveat at the beginning right because otherwise you'd have to trap every snail that you find just in case and then you had this weird collection of snails in your house in like some, <laughs> some weird snail prison you just have a big room 
like vegetation and snails all sealed up just in case one it's of like them someone so, someone sees your secret room why do you have all those snails well actually it's a long story but if one of them touches me i, I die ah right I, i've got to go and it could that's that super smart snail could train other snails to make it look like they're after you and say like yo so that you're starting to bend and, the rules now dude huh you're starting to bend the rules now because i don't think a snail has capacity to be trained so i don't think unless all the snails become super do you think smart, snails communicate and then then you have an army of snails chasing you not just one <laughs> snail <laughs> and that's comp- and only one of them yeah it's like it oh here's a good one so i think we've hit that nail on the head almost with trap it in a jar but <laughs> similarly to like a big army of snails what would you and this is a question that's been asked to british politicians lately would you rather f- have a fight <laughs> hang on a second you t- <laughs> someone's asked british politicians about training an army of snails <laughs> <laughs> not quite not quite so similar, even though, more bizarre similar. <laughs> would you rather oh. fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses. <laughs> this this is an all-time classic, and I love that I've actually heard this before. I don't know what that says, but I feel like I feel like this is a pretty well-known. Would you rather? Mm. Now, my first question is going to be around weapons, <laughs> right? What do I have to attack? Right? If I've got access to weapons of my choice, then I'd take the horse-sized duck. I'd get a gun, game over, right? You don't want a hundred duck-sized horses coming at you from all directions, all angles, you know? When you have six bullets. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's stressful, it's hard to keep them off you. Um, No, if you have nothing, though. Nothing, just just my body. Mm. Dude, that's a real good one. So, horse, so duck, ducks aren't that small, are they? They're like, mm, let's say 15 centimeters duck. 20 centimeters yeah, tall? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Yo, could a duck-sized horse do that much more damage than a duck? <laughs> <laughs> like, Probably I, less. Don't know if, I don't know if it being a horse at that size <laughs> makes a huge difference. You have a small creature attacking you. You just can't fathom a horse being that small and like an actual horse, but I think they're meant to be regarded as quite strong, I guess, stronger than a duck. No, you're right. They would have to be stronger than a duck. But I reckon, like, if you're wearing some nice boots, you could just kind of punt these guys away. But 100 is a lot, dude. Mm. But the thing is, even if it's duck size, like, what can it do? You can just attack your legs. They can't, like... There's 100 of them once you're down. Yeah, but how are they going to take you down, yo? Oh, I guess it's like... You'll, like, trip yeah. over. But then, yeah, I don't know. This is dangerous. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, though. This is like that scene in Jurassic Park where the little girl gets attacked by the mini velociraptors. Remember that? She's like, oh, it's so cute. And then like, one of them, she <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly Dude. where this originated. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's the exact same scenario. Like, it, I mean, I would go as far to say that the closest thing to a duck, so a horse sized <laughs> duck is a velociraptor, <laughs> a baby velociraptor, a small, but ferocious creature. I would have thought it's a baby horse, but they're a lot bigger, I guess. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> a lot larger. I don't know. It's tricky. I mean, I think if it was just me, mano e mano, or mano e duck, with a horse-sized duck, <laughs> mano e ducko, 
with a horse <laughs> the horse-sized duck like I don't think I'd win in a fist fight with a horse-sized duck man They'd, it's like the same thing it's like if it was you versus a horse the horse would win I almost feel like a horse-sized duck could be more dangerous and unpredictable than a like a horse <laughs> correct a horse could no a horse could charge at you though and a, and a good but charge a duck a duck would a duck have that big beak you, bro yeah. yeah that big beak could <laughs> That big beak could take you out with one hit. If you got like a headshot, you just knock you out. Mm. It concuss you. It's like hard, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it'd be hard if it was horse shaped. Like, they don't look like fun to be pecked with. At, I'm very at, confused again. It's a large. At current size, like a normal duck, doesn't look like it'd be fun to be pecked with. No, exactly. So at like 500 times that size, no, 50 maybe times that size. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the hundred hundred. I'm saying no weapons. I'm gonna go with a hundred small. Horse-shaped ducks. Yeah, I I think I'd I'd do the same. What about you know those when I'm with mates and ask those would you rather questions? You wait until they select a side like A or B, and if they select yeah. A, you make yeah. B slightly more appealing. <laughs> like, so slightly, but you get an extra ten bucks. <laughs> it's like now, uh, but it's a hundred and fifty. <laughs> it's like Duck you basically are trying to find out what the line is in this person's consciousness indifference <laughs> the line of indifference oh god it's a good point it's like those ethical questions where you have like this, this is these are my favorites because is the classic like train line and there's a fork in the train line all right mm. and there's um so the train's going and it's going to hit a baby which is on one of the train tracks right mm. Um, but on the other train track, um, there's an old woman which is on the train track, like a 80-year-old woman. All right? And the question, the moral question is, do you change the, whatever you call, what do you call the train thing, train track Yeah, thing? do you switch it? Do you, do you, you switch it? Switch? Yeah, do you switch? Do you change the switch so that the train which was going to kill the baby kills the old woman? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll ask Ooh. you that question. Like... <sighs> This is two-year-old two baby versus eighty-year-old woman. It's it's tough, right? I've given you two questions about yourself, and now you're making me <laughs> choose. Ooh, mate, I'm switching. I'm flipping it back on you. What would you do? The logical argument in in is different in two cases, right? Because the baby has a much longer life to live left, and the woman has had a longer life to live, and is close closer to natural death. Correct. But the main point is, was all, the baby was on the track, right? Yeah. The baby's less conscious about the whole situation. No, but I think the idea is like, is like morally, like... Oh, to, to change it. To change, right? Like, mm. the baby's already going to get hit. Okay, right. So the default is... Yeah, okay. The other way around, you, it's probably an easy decision if the old woman's going to get hit against the baby. Yeah. Because of that reason of the the baby has not had the full life. But then again, in the situation, it's hard to say. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah, what if you know the old woman? Mm. So this is my favorite part about this question is you can it's, you can do what you were talking about before is you can change the factors ever so slightly to see how people change <laughs> oh, their reactions. <laughs> so the, a really good one is, or, or another version of this, is that the train is going to hit two people. And if you switch it, it'll. There's only one person on the other track, mm. so it's gonna kill two people already. But you'd be actively making a decision to kill the other person. But 
there's less people. And how many people does it become before you 100% the right decision is to switch, right? Well, I'm not going to give an answer to that, but I'm going to talk about um, autonomous vehicles and how they're programming those. Exactly. This is exactly what I was going to go to is because they now have a chance where they can make these decisions. So They have to be programmed to make these decisions in advance in a lab with decisions being made with ones and zeros saying, okay, there's a pedestrian and there is a car in front. Which would I hit? Yeah. And I'm going at this speed and that, you know, the car is that big, whatever. There's all these different factors and it's going to have to make that decision. And then the accident, let's say in one scenario, you know, the car knows that there's, you know, four babies in the back seat and there's yeah. one pedestrian and it makes the active decision to swerve out of the way and hit the pedestrian. That's crazy That's though, right? had to be programmed by dozens and hundreds and approved by companies of people to make that, Is that decision. That has happened, you're saying? No, no, no. Oh, you mean like? But oh. I mean, in future, that's inevitable, right? Because well, it's now. It's like, like iRobot self-driving cars. So it's like, how do you how do you answer that? iRobot was a good one, right? The film with Will Smith, yeah. where he um, resented robots because of what happened to him. He got saved by a robot when he wanted it to save the girl he was with. But he, since he had a higher probability of survival, the robot picked him, yeah. which it was programmed to do. Yeah, exactly, and that's where you start getting. That's that's where the whole kind of sci-fi, dystopic sci-fi genre is based around this kind of thing, right? Um, so, around <laughs> the old woman and baby question, right? They actually asked these question to the public mm-hmm. um, around. You know, it was driven by the whole idea about how you know how are we going to start programming these cars. MIT did a study on it, um, and it's actually really interesting that depending on the country, it's a completely different swing. Mm. So, um, and the summary that they gave is countries with more individualistic cultures are more likely to spare the young. Yep. So, so France, Greece, and Canada were the top three for like, they would say, spare the baby, hit the old woman. Okay. Um, South Korea, China, and Taiwan were the bottom three. And they would say, "Well, yeah, in, hit the baby, save the old woman." In South Korea, in South Korea, there's this, and and probably um, China and Taiwan as well. There's a yeah. real focus on elders, and even when two teenagers meet each other, they almost discuss what's the age because there's going to be that respect balance in favor of the the elder one. Mm. So it does, yeah. Culture really plays a part in into that, and maybe what will have to happen is different countries have different rules but then you have multiculturalism you have Mm. kind of different demographics all living in different countries it's correct so how do you have these rules which clearly can't be made depending you know on a person's decision because everybody was it's such a subjective question so how do you program something subjective i don't know Mm. it's a tricky one do you put like uh, a thousand people in a simulator and see what they do. And well, then... that's that's exactly what the MIT study was. They basically yeah. created something called a moral machine and they got uh, millions of people basically submitted their decisions so they could kind of get an overall view of what... So it's a democratic process, but the problem with, with that is... Like there's... you said, it's like within that democratic, democratic process there's a huge difference depending on... Mm on location they even say it depends on like how rich the country is versus how poor they are they also have a difference in 
in how they make certain decisions. Um, There's also that indifferent scale we talked about where you make an option a little bit more attractive because there'll be, let's say the age of the woman is 80 and the baby is two. And then you say, okay, my decision is to save the baby. And then you say, okay, the woman's 40. You, <laughs> you know, and then it's all those different variables have it's to like be the almost 40 and she has two kids. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? No, mate, it, 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 it's like a thing or the woman's 40 and she's single and lives at home by herself. Like that would change some people's perception on what you should do in that situation. Or the woman's 40 and she's random or the woman's 40, but it's someone you work with. <laughs> like mm. if you know the person, obviously it's going to change that kind of decision as well. It's, it's really, really, really interesting. So I think at the end of the day, it'll, they're just because it's of the sub- subjectiveness of it, they'll have to remove all moral decision making from it and it has to be completely technical on like try to avoid a crash at all costs and then you hit what you hit you know what i mean yeah but then then people will say well that's not optimized because we could have saved an extra five lives this year exactly but we would have chosen who those lives were correct dude it's like i i I find it fascinating yeah it's crazy one that sounds a little bit more intense than the old snail gate <laughs> <laughs> yeah so back to took a, um <laughs> took a dark turn all right what other ones have we got then you got anything i've just go- i've just googled would you rather questions um let's let's try and um smooth this out to a, a funny they've said funny would you rather questions yeah okay because i got a bit, <laughs> a bit deep <laughs> got a bit black mirror i came here to yeah exactly i can't even laugh not feel <laughs> um all right what do you got for me Mm, okay I don't think any of these are, are super worth discussing but some interesting ones here would you rather every shirt you wear to be kind of itchy or only be able to be using one ply toilet paper would you rather have <laughs> edible spaghetti hysterical. hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup oh my god these are so <laughs> wait can I answer these or go you have to do it like quickly the quick answers right, firstly uh, one ply toilet paper because paper you can fold it and itchy shirts would drive okay. me absolutely insane if it was every day, all day. Yep. Nice. The next one was what? What if it was syrup or what? What if it was zero point five ply? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. So edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Oh, I was gonna say. I was initially gonna say maple syrup because like it's less noticeable. But then I'm like, no, it'd be extremely noticeable. You'd have to shower like every five seconds. So if the fact is you're going to be like the freak weirdo anyway, you're going to be known as maple syrup guy or spaghetti hair guy. <laughs> Low-key, I want to be spaghetti hair guy. Yeah. <laughs> and people can eat it as well. Yeah, exactly. It would be the best party trick ever. I'd be like, yo! I'm hungry. Uh, exactly. Someone just ate, but in a few hours, there'll be some more. Yeah, that'll be dope. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. This is a weird one. Would you Go rather on. have skin that changes color based on your emotions... So like those bracelets Ooh, that people used to buy when they were like eight years old. God, that's or terrifying. tattoos that appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine that on a Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, like... What happened last night? Let me just glance down. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you can, I could never go to work again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I only work Tuesdays <laughs> through Thursdays. <laughs> Oh god, no! I could work. I could work um, Monday to Friday. I could just never do anything on a Sunday again. Every Sunday, I would have the most wholesome day. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so that I go to work on Monday. It's like, wow, Alex, you went to the gym, you did some yoga, cooked up a nice healthy meal. I'm like, yep, that's me. <laughs> Classic AK. I think okay, I'd here's... Go... I'm sorry, go Wait, on. What, what's your answer to that one? I think I go tattoos. Because mm. I think, I think, and the reason I say it is like... I the think emotion like, one would ruin everything, like... I, I think the emotion one would just kill you in every social situation and every work situation <laughs> forever. You know what I mean? You'd like, go on a date and be like, because oh it's going well. Horrendous. And then yeah. they'd be like, wow, <laughs> that's embarrassing for you. Or even worse, you go there and be like, oh my God, this girl's like an absolute moron. Some could view that as efficiency, but mm. yeah, I think oh, the tattoo. Ta- <laughs> it's like an eye roll displayed through your skin. <laughs> the tattoo. <laughs> and then the next, well, if you had the tattoo one, the next day it's just, I had a terrible date. <laughs> Yeah, does it say, is it like, does it like, the tattoo is like the scene, I guess? Mm. Like, or is it text? <laughs> if it's like a Renaissance style scene, that would be dope. I'd go tattoo <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? You just have these sick yeah. daily tattoos showing like a Renaissance version of your day the day before. I'd like to see a Renaissance take on me cuddled up on the couch watching Netflix hungover. <laughs> How do you make a dramatic painting? True art. True art. Yo, millennial art, would that be like a absolute picture of of our society it'd be a meme you know what I mean 100% full circle mate alright what else you got would you rather vomit uncontrollably for one minute every time you hear the happy birthday song or get a headache that lasts for the rest of the day every time you see a bird including pictures or video oh that's a banger headache for the rest of the day for the bird or vomit uncontrollably at happy birthday mm. I think I'm gonna have to go with headache yo yeah you just gotta avoid birds but you'll always see birds you'll always <laughs> hence the conundrum <laughs> hence like, the it's basically a headache almost every day yeah you go well out. I don't know I think I think. and would it stop you, you have... from going out no <laughs> I mean <laughs> imagine a happy birthday like <laughs> Would you tell people that you it's, have that? It's, because it's some people would just said. start singing it. <laughs> it's exactly. People would start singing it to troll you all the time. Literally every time you went all out to dinner, the people would be like, you know that life hack where it's like, say it's your anniversary or your birthday to get a free dessert. Yeah. Everyone would be doing that at every restaurant you went oh, to. No. <laughs> and you'd just be sitting there you just end up in a hospital, man. It would be horrendous. <laughs>